And welcome back to Traditions. I'm Ron Alesco. Glad you're with us on this Sunday afternoon. You know, folk music is something that, uh, I don't know, you, you, you get 10 musicologists in a room, you'll get 10 different definitions. Uh, but I've always felt that uh, folk music has been something that comes from the community, something that, that speaks of our times. I mean, all these old folk songs we play were, were contemporary songs at one point or another. And there's a band that is doing some amazing recordings and amazing performances. Uh, and I, I have to admit, I've only really become aware of them in the last year, but they've been around for, for a while now. Uh, they are known as Gangsta Grass, and it is a unique blend of styles, bluegrass, uh, hip-hop, rap. Uh, it, it is just an exciting sound to listen to and watch them on stage. And uh, in 2020, during the pandemic, they managed to release another album called No Time for Enemies. And today we have two of the members of the band with us, Danjo and Arson, the voice of reason. Gentlemen, thank you for being here today. How y'all doing? No, we're great, man. Thanks for having us. <laughs> uh, well, it's, it's good to see you. I mean, obviously you're social distancing. Uh, Dan, I believe you're in uh, Brooklyn, if I'm not mistaken. I'm just a little south. I'm actually in New Jersey. I'm kind of uh, halfway between. Wrench is located in Brooklyn, the uh, the mastermind and founder of the band. Uh -huh. and, and a couple of our MCs are in, in Philly. Uh, we have uh, our fiddle player, Brian Farrow, is in Baltimore. So we're kind of up and down the eastern seaboard. Gotcha. And, and Arson, the voice of reason, you're, you're, you're in Philly, if I'm not mistaken? Yes, sir. Oh, great. Well, I'm glad yeah. you could be here today. Going to right. Well, you know, this this band, I, 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 the first time I, I saw you was virtually uh, last year at the uh, Clearwater Festival. And I was just blown away by your performance. Uh, you know, the, the music is, is something that is so exciting, so timely. And, uh, you know, to me, it strikes every chord of what folk music is all about. Um, I, give us a little background. How did Gangsta Grass come to be? Uh, you've been around since, what, like 2009? Is that... Do I have the year correct? Yeah, I think that's uh, that. You know, that goes back to again Wrench really founding the band originally, um, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, initially he he put it together as a as a project, sort of as a as a like a studio concept where he was just working with recordings. Um, so as a producer, you know, growing up, he had all these different disparate influences with his dad being from Oklahoma, and then he spent some time in California. Um, so he was listening to country music, hip hop, you know, it all made sense to him and he was just putting samples of, uh, like old, you know, pedal steel, um, and Jimmy Rogers and stuff in with the hip hop that he was producing. And, and, you know, some people got it, some people didn't get it. <laughs> um, and, but he kept doing it cause it's what he heard in his head and, uh, around, yeah, around that time, 2008, 2009, um, some of the people from FX actually got wind of it and they were working on this new show called Justified. So they reached out to him and said, you know, could you do a little music for this? And he did. He came back to them and they said, this is this is exactly where we're looking. Can you make the theme song for the show? So he did. And that was really what propelled it into more where, where he was starting to think, you know, the samples is great, but what if I were to do this with live musicians um, and actually like perform and tour and and go all around the country and around the world? I mean, I don't know if he was thinking that at the time, but it really it really has taken off over the past ten or so years. Oh, it certainly has. I, and, and the the mix of music, I, I I have to admit, when I first saw it on paper, I said, "Boy, bluegrass and hip hop and rap." I mean, it 
Yeah, I know some of these audiences. I know I've been to uh, some bluegrass festivals. If you put a drum in there, people are going to get pissed off. (laughs) And here you're doing this really unique sound that that works. Uh, When you guys perform, I know you played places like Gray Fox and South uh, Southwest, but you know Gray Fox is pretty to me a pretty traditional bluegrass festival, and you were so well received. But was it? (laughs) Did you get any bad feedback from anybody there? From Gray Fox, I don't remember. Uh-huh. Uh, I do remember that we were told specifically no cursing. Uh-huh. And we were warned. And then Wrench was like, and you. And then he completely blew it. But no. Um, <laughs> so going into Gray Fox, this was my first you know, experience with a lot of uh, bluegrass in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, I came up listening to a, to a little uh, to a little bit of like some country stuff that my dad was was into, but uh, oh. this was my first real experience with like deep deep bluegrass traditional stuff. And what I found was that as soon as we really started getting it in, the people were. It, it took a minute. It really it took a minute, but. By the middle of the first set, people really were really getting into it. And what I was finding was that um, as long as you stayed fairly true to the, you know, what you were doing, you know, the the people we had playing with this were, you know, these are real bluegrass instrumentalists. And, mm-hmm. you know, I've met a lot of banjo players in my time, which is which is funny to say. This my man Dan is this dude is there's nobody realer than this guy and mm-hmm. so we were presenting something re- true to their culture and then just adding along something true from hip hop culture it it there wasn't a lot of rejection you know I've experienced very little rejection of what we were doing in fact people were impressed that it was so very so very real in its bluegrass roots and just had the additions of, you know, hip hop lyrics and the beats. Mm-hmm. That's true. So, yeah. you know, yeah. I, I feel like if, as long as you're staying true to the things that you're doing and just sort of adding to it, most of the response, I would say 99% of the response that we've ever gotten has been positive. That's true. Except for that one guy, one guy, <laughs> one guy I'll never forget. Uh-oh. Yeah. This was at a Rhythm and Bloom Festival in Knoxville. And, you know, packed room full of people. Uh, we do our first song, and the whole place goes nuts, except for one guy. And he's standing right in the front of the stage, and he just he just points at us. He's like, no! And he storms out. <laughs> wow. Never forget this man. Never in my life. Hey, he stayed for the he whole was song. The one. Yeah, he did stay for a song, and you know it was enough for him to be like, "Nope, can't do this, can't uh, do this at all." That's but okay, I'll worked. never forget that. I, I remember I I, um, I also produced a series of concerts in in Fairlawn, New Jersey, at the Hurdy Gurdy, and one night we had a Phil Oaks song night. Now Phil Oaks, you know what he's about: topical songs, political songs. Sure. We had one couple stand up and said, "This is not right," and walked out. They were really upset that we were playing yeah. political music. I mean, why'd you buy a ticket? You know, there's always somebody who starts to listen to the lyrics of Rage Against the Machine and realizes, uh, oh. 
Uh-oh. <laughs> well, I want to I want to play one of your songs. Um this is again from the new album No Time for Enemies and this is not a, exactly a bluegrass song but it's a song that I think everyone uh, is probably familiar with. It's an old Stephen Foster song if I'm not mistaken. That's correct. Called Hard Times Come Again No More. Here they are. Gangsta Grass. <laughs> Let us pause in life's pleasures and count its many tears While we all sup sorrow with the poor There's a song that will linger forever in our ears Oh, hard times come again no the song the silvery hard times hard times come again no more many days you have lingered around my cabin door oh hard times come again no more Raise a glass to the hard times that made us all stronger Cause they don't come around here no longer We fought the good fight necessary to remove them Adversaries of all types, we showed them and we proved them That progression was the only way Every step forward wasn't getting blown away Matter of fact, the wind was at our backs The elders and the ancestors had us from our past and added to the collective strength Gave the will to go on the whole of the objective's length Which was freedom at all cost If any one of us fall off then we're all lost I took a sip but didn't taste nothing Looked around the room for someone to say something Woke from my dream, eyes full of tears The struggle continues, hard times are still here and beauty and music light and gay there are frail forms fainting at the door oh their voices are silent their pleading looks will say oh hard times come again no more tis the song Come again no more Many days you have lingered Around my cabin door Oh, hard times Come again no more Many years prayers sent up into the sky Hoping for some peace before the sweet by and by Many mothers shed a river full of tears from their eyes Crying out the final reason why their child had to die Deafening silence what they seem to only find Not a single soul upon whom they can rely To find justice for the suffering inflicted on their minds So they plead to the spirits for a vision or a sign Come and wipe away the pain 
Take away the stain of the demons Been on doing it again and again It's a shame that a quest to coexist was in vain At least the takers of the lies would get committed to the flame Remember their names, never forget their faces Pour libations on the place where they took their final paces From the grave pit, call forth the power of the lost lives Let them run free and put an end to these hard times Gangsta Grass with an amazing take on the uh, Stephen Foster song Hard Times Come Again No More from their new album No Time for Enemies. And we have two of the members of Gangsta Grass with us today, Danjo and Arson, the voice of reason. Uh, you know, we were talking before we, we played that song about audience reaction. And yeah, I, I'm glad to hear that it's been overall positive because, you know, I, I think when I always look at the history of like folk music and all these things, I mean, at one point in our lives, it was all rural. You know, people were beating the bushes trying to find this music from little small enclaves of community. But now 2021, it's expanded and and to, to meld this music together. Um, it, it's exactly what I think this uh, country should be going through right now. And I think you really emphasize that. Um but I guess you each come from different backgrounds in, in music. Um, was it hard for you to adjust or is it something that, you know, like Arson was saying before that you, you saw that kind of fits naturally? I think it does. For me, uh, for me, it's, it's fairly natural. Mm -hmm. um, like I said, I came up uh, listening to a lot of hip hop, um, but my dad was a, was a big Dolly Parton fan, <laughs> a big Kenny Rogers fan. And so you know, my toes are already kind of in the water. So when uh, when this opportunity came along, it wasn't very, it wasn't extraordinarily different for me. Um, I did college radio for a while. So I was, you know, used to being in all sorts of, surrounded by all sorts of music and whatever. Um, and so while it was a little bit different to be performing this way, it wasn't different from a musical standpoint of of the of the work itself you know it was just you know it was just as opposed to to dope beats over with a sample it was just a dope beat with live instruments so it just worked the same way for me how about you dan 
I grew up listening to uh, my dad play bluegrass. I grew up in D.C., um, and uh, my folks were from the Midwest originally, um, but, uh, you know, D.C. itself has actually got a, got a great history as a bluegrass town. You know, people don't necessarily know about it, but you look at a lot of the, the best bands that came from around that area, you know, in that region. I mean, the Country Gentleman, the Seldom Seen, um, you know, uh, Tony Rice spent a lot of time around there. Just a lot of folks coming, coming and going. Um, so DC was a great bluegrass town is also, you know, a city. So, so definitely had a, you know, a strong hip hop scene, you know, invented go-go there. Um, so there's a lot of, a lot of different musical influences, a wonderful place to grow up as a kid and be exposed to a ton of different things. Um, you know, I studied music, uh, as a kid and went, uh, went to college for it and everything. Um, so I was, I was pretty, I want to say I was pretty open-minded to it. I've definitely seen the kind of, um, kind of closed-minded purist traditionalism <laughs> um but uh, i was never really attracted to that i think i think for me it kind of comes back to the more i understand my definition of like progressive music because i think to be progressive you have to have one foot you know reaching forward uh, but at, at the same time another foot really planted in understanding where you're coming from mm-hmm. um and, and i mean hip-hop is kind of a, a form of progressive music too it's it's uh it's been really interesting to me to learn more about hip hop and and what it is. You know, even just going beyond a, really a, a musical genre. Maybe this is true of bluegrass too. You know, there's yeah, there's the music and what it sounds like. But when you listen to it, I think real you know a lot of bluegrass fans, to them it means more than just you know sound of a banjo. It really it gets back to maybe a, a way of life and and you know uh, a history. And uh, and hip hop absolutely is is very very uh, uh, you know obviously about that very very straightforward about this is you know this is what we're doing really trying to be uh, uh, in originally you know created as a positive social movement um, so it's a wonderful thing and I think that gets back to some of the things that bluegrass and hip hop actually really do have in common the more that you the more that you sit and uh, and think about it yeah I, I think it's it's important that you're you're kind of um... Uh, you're kind of knocking down some of the stereotypes. I mean, bluegrass was always a Southern kind of redneck uh, influence to it in, in many spots. And, and, and honestly, people uh, with hip hop, I don't know what to make of it sometimes. You know, they hear the lyrics and they hear, hear uh, the stories of violence and such. But obviously, it's, it's so much deeper than that. I mean, I, I know I've heard people say, and I agree with this, you know, if Woody Guthrie was around today, I think he'd be, he'd be singing hip hop because this is the music uh, that, that speaks of what's going on. Yeah, I mean, we got to talk about those terrible lyrics, right? All the violence and the, uh, you know, and the killing your lover and the robbing banks and, um, yeah. you know, living on the on the lamb. And I'm, of course, talking about bluegrass music here. <laughs> right. That's true. But uh, yeah, no, there's so much commonality, really. And we we um, one time we were in the van, which is where all the all the musical uh, <laughs> blending kind of we, we get to introduce to each other on these, you know, five hour car rides, uh, all this different music and. And Wrench and I, we, we put on a song called Knoxville Girl, uh, and we played it for the MCs, you know, and these guys have heard their share of hip hop. Um, you know, they've heard the like the more violent stuff and, and their jaws just drop to the floor listening yeah, to this just, just <laughs> That's a wild track, man. <laughs> that was a wild track. Terrible. 
So if you listen to some of these old folk songs, it would make Stephen King cringe sometimes with some of the subjects they get into. Yeah, uh, we were, uh, we, and we talk about that a lot, you know, the idea that um, when, yeah, you're, you're right. If uh, if Woody was alive, he, he definitely would have been on the track list. Now, mm-hmm. that's, what I, that's what I question. Right. Um, and, and I think that uh, when... When you ex- when you expose a lot of people to a, a broader side of of hip hop music, they're able to get a better understanding of what the whole thing is about. You know, mm-hmm. every track isn't about you know partying and drugs and money. Um, and in fact, the vast majority aren't. But it's probably the the easiest for American society to digest. Mm-hmm. Um, and so one of the things while you know we have a good time making records and have a good time playing records but one of the things that particularly uh uh dolio and i have always done is make sure that there is something being said right mm-hmm. uh and and some insights being gained into 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 the lives of the people making the music well, uh, I'd like to play another track from this, and um, it's a song called "Nickel and Dime Blues." And Arsenon, uh, the voice of reason, are are you the MC on this particular track? Uh, Dolby and I both uh, do verses on, oh, do on all, all of the track. Okay. Uh, and this is actually this is actually one of Dan's joints. Dan wrote the uh, he wrote this whole re- uh, the whole record, you know, excluding the verses. But this is this is a Dan Whitener original right here, folks. Uh, oh, um, I didn't realize that. <laughs> Yes, yeah, indeed. I always, I always try to, I always try to make them sound like old traditional tunes, and uh, see how many people I can fool. <laughs> well, you fooled me, and let's see if you fool the audience now. Here now is Gangsta Grass from the new album No Time for Enemies and Nickel and Dime Blues. One, two, three. <laughs> But I'm so pro-black and I got so many bills and they ain't those stacks Hey there, Kojak, sucking on your lollipop Don't think I can get a ride over to the trolley stop I'm leaving my first gig, head to the next one Sleep when I'm dead, I'm trying to get these checks, son Hit the studio in full rock chem mode Cause my credit score is in permanent limbo Speed up the tempo, I gotta get the paper The garnish on my wages isn't adding any flavor You can keep the weed and dank amounts I'm trying to get bowling green in my bank accounts Come Well, on. I went down to the bodega just to get a little I asked him, what do you got for me? He said, I got this knuckle sandwich And I'll give it to you for free Oh, can you spare a nickel, brother? Can 
heard out the red hook. I've been rocking mics since before there was a fed book. The left hook, the reason why your man got his head shook. From the PJs whip, you slip and get your bread took. Concrete floors made it chilly when the sun down. Somehow we all made it out from the rundown. Proper plan, forget it, getting played for a dumb clown. Took the last travel road, standing out amongst crowds. Old head with the fire of a jit. More heads, you can tell they a liar when they spit. Ball heads don't want flex with the line in his kits. All said is really nothing if you climb with the fifth, huh? I'm cooking cast iron in the pit. Your bread ain't really thick if all you buying is a fit. I cut it up in sections, then I fry it till it's crisp. Seize a little, little more than required for the fix. Well, I could not pay my ticket, and I could not pay my bail. Well, the judge couldn't pay me the time of day, and he threw my ass in jail. Well, they gave me a nickel and a dime, and they placed them upon my eyes. For it costs much more to keep me here than it did to let me die. was nickel and dime blues from gangsta grass from their latest album no time for enemies and a song that was written by dan joe dan whitener who was with us today along with our son the voice of reason one of the mcs for gangsta grass uh obviously 2020 which is now we're looking back in the rear view mirror uh it was a difficult time for everyone and uh you know the covid19 pandemic kept you guys from from performing um and of course other events of the year you know the, the tragic uh, murder of george floyd and such brought attention to um, the black lives matter movement uh, i think a lot of people were waking up to the issues that were going on and, and and discovering things about themselves which they may or may not like um but as a band like gangster grass i mean you you are all uh socially relevant uh how did you deal with, first of all, the pandemic and second with the situation that uh, we've all found ourselves in? Um, could I start with Arson, the voice of reason? Um, you know, it's funny, the, the pandemic, we were in the midst of recording this record um, and had three, tra- three tracks recorded uh, that we recorded together in studio and we're you know, ready to keep going. And then everything got shut down. And the good thing was that the whole band had in-house recording capabilities and so on and so forth, except for me. Mm. I had nothing. I had nothing. And we all, I had a microphone that I could connect nothing to. Uh, and um, the whole band, uh, uh, our, our operations manager sleeves and wrench and everybody got together and they sent me a whole bunch of equipment. And Dan talked me through the whole thing about setting up everything and getting it all recording. And so we were able to finish the album um, at home, essentially, mm-hmm. which which was an experience for me. I had never done any sort of thing like that. So it was uh, it was it was good to have, you know, so many people that knew what they were doing to help me figure out what was going on. It was very caveman in here. Um <laughs> It sounds like it was a very different kind of experience. So, I mean, I, I guess it when you guys been, recorded in the past, ever, you're all... I was I've saying, ever just walked in the studio and recorded. Mm-hmm. This was a whole uh, a very new experience for me. 
And, and also, I guess when you've been in the studio before, you know, you the, the whole band or at least parts of the band have been together. Now you're all kind of doing it solo. That makes it a little harder to get that energy, I guess. It, it does. And at the same time, you know, this was this was I think when people think back about 2020, what's important to me, look at, you know, the year that it that it was going to be. You know, we don't forget that. We mourn that, I think, a little bit. You know, we're sort mm -hmm. of grieving all those maybe lost or postponed opportunities. But what we were in the process of was actually moving more further in that direction. Previously, we had done a lot of, like, solo tracking where somebody would come in, somebody else would come in, and we hadn't actually spent that much time all in the same studio at the same time. So it was it was becoming more of that um, really like creating in the same space together, um, which I was really happy about. I was really happy that we were moving in that direction right around January, February <laughs> of 2020. And but at the same time, the fact that we were doing that and the fact that we had performed together for so many years, I mean, this same group of people, uh, more or less for a very long time, meant that even though we did isolate, um, you know, I mean, it kind of felt like we could record this album, you know, blindfolded arms tied behind our backs, you know, um, because we knew each other so well and we knew the material, even if it was new material, we'd been rehearsing it for a while. Um, we, we know how we work and, uh, and it really felt like, you know, we, I don't think we could have done this half as well if we weren't already so, so tight and together as a, as a performing unit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were obviously you were working on these songs before uh, all of this happened last year, right. but with the events of last year, with the events of you know George Floyd and Donald Trump or what you name it, did it change any of the perspective of how this album turned out? No, no. Yeah, no. interestingly enough, no. Mm -hmm. We were, you know, we were. Uh, if you think about the song freedom um freedom was one of the songs we had already recorded mm -hmm. you know um this was something we had started working on a year before all this really started um and conceptually it's the kind of stuff that uh Doyo and i have spoken about and talked about doing for a while and you know just sort of the 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 way we lived our lives um, for a very long time. Yeah. And so, you know, a lot of people thought that, you know, freedom was, was a response to everything that was going on. No, freedom was, freedom was how we were thinking. And, and as in general, yeah. the response was the video that we did. Right. Uh, and we put out the video for freedom and, you know, I don't even honestly. I don't even think we had considered I, uh, freedom as a single. But when everything started to happen, it was just like, well, this has to. This is something we have to speak on. Yeah, it was uh, the first track on our album. You know, we wanted to start with that because it was a really strong thing. But we hadn't been thinking about really featuring it as much in that way. Um, and then so things changed, and we ended up releasing it um on juneteenth and that was not the plan i think that's maybe the you know one of the changes that we made was yeah. uh let's actually move that up let we were going to release some other song but it's wow it's juneteenth these protests have just been going for like a few weeks barely and it just seems like a really good time for us to get this message out there so so we said okay let's do it and we could do that 
because it was already recorded and mastered and mixed, it was ready to go. We had done it months before, we had written it a year or two before, and we had been working on this, you know, like our son says, for, for so long already. And I think it's important to mention, too, that, okay, yes, George Floyd was killed just very recently, but we had we had already seen Freddie Gray been killed, mm-hmm. and we'd already seen Samir Rice been killed, and we'd seen Eric Garner be killed, and we'd seen Trayvon Martin be killed. You know, I mean, we'd seen Amadou Diallo. Yeah. We can we can keep going back years and years. So obviously, you know, it it goes beyond just 2020 being being what it was. So we we've really been about this, I think, for a very long time. For years, for decades, for centuries. We have struggled and fought and bled and died for this. What we ain't going to do is wait. Last night I saw a bright red comet in the sky. I asked for its purpose and it gave me a reply. It said, soon come the day master dies, but first you must prepare. Keep our eyes on the prize through the beat of the drum, the light of the fire. We decide to be as free as a bird when it flies. So we ready every axe, sharpen every knife. Get our people inside ready and willing to take a life. There'll be none worth saving, soon done slaving. But now we must prepare as usual while we making. Our plan to reach the promised land of liberation. Breaking the chains before the beast them awaken. Watching the houses ablaze before they cave in No more will I please till the sky be forsaken All praises due, there'll be much celebration Plantation will be gone by the day's end I ain't gonna wait no more to get this freedom I ain't gonna wait no more to get this freedom Gonna take this axe and plant it in your back I ain't gonna wait no more to get this freedom Time to be about the challenge Sitting at the counter to create some counterbalance Broken windows, folks doing damage Just to keep a black man from having a sandwich Not even that damn famished Promising Dr. King, hoping I can manage To keep it peaceful in the midst of its evil It's too much to take, damn it, I can't stand it Might be time to go another route Here come the pigs trying to drag a brother out Coming with the cuffs, but man, I've had enough So that fist in the air, just punch him in the mouth Running through the south for my life, fighting against wrongs cause we're needing our rights But every passing law ain't enough for y'all Whose souls are too dark to even see the light So I, I ain't gonna wait no more to get this freedom Come on I ain't gonna wait no more to get this freedom We started on this march, now we gon' tear this mess apart I said I, I ain't, ain't gonna wait no more to get this freedom There'll be no more marching The demon's the same as the day that he darkened The shores of our precious, blessed mother continent Stole our ancestors and put them on the market They stayed fanned in the flames that they sparked With the evil intentions they've had from the start If we still have to fight, then we'll tear this apart Peace will be found with a spear through the heart 
Another plan is a brother man in power positions Sisters in greater control of our conditions When it happens, I doubt you're gonna listen But consider yourself somehow a Christian I'm on a mission to take these levels tilted Straighten it out for all my elders that built it Don't care whether or not guilt you feel It's not gonna keep us from the freedom we will get I ain't gonna wait no more to get this freedom Come on, I said I, I ain't gonna wait no more to get this freedom System and we kill it, then we flip it and rebuild it. Cause I, I ain't gonna wait no more to get this freedom. Sir. I ain't gonna wait no more to get this freedom. That was Freedom from Gangsta Grass from their 2020 album, No Time for Enemies. And as uh, Danjo was saying beforehand, this was a song that was written before the events of 2020. And they put together this uh, very powerful video, which you can find, I'm sure, on their website and on YouTube that uh, deals with some of the issues that we saw so clear last year. Um we have with us today Danjo and Arson, the voice of reason, who are two of the members of Gangsta Grass. Um, since, as you said, you recorded these and wrote these songs before 2020, have you been working on new songs and new material that may have been influenced by what we went through the past 12 months? And do you think that something will be, will be different about Gangsta Grass when you oh. guys get back on stage in the future? I don't know that it'll be different. Um, uh, in fact, I think it'll be um, maybe, I think it might be a, a little bit more energetic, might be a little bit more, uh, for me anyway, a little bit more positive mm -hmm. because I, I think we've, I think we've seen how I think we've seen in this country the 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 levels of of darkness that we can achieve right mm -hmm. yeah. and i i think every day there's a another example another expression of how dark things can get right mm -hmm. and so for me i've been making the effort to try and get people to recognize that it it's it, these are ugly times Right. And we can we can easily make them uglier. That's mm -hmm. not difficult at all. The hard part is how do we how do we improve from right where we are right now? Um, and part of it is not being for me, not being stuck with a lot of the sort of ideas and, you know, the things that we're 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 into. I've made a, I made an effort um, for the last year not to use the words uh covid or quarantine in any verse that i've written mm -hmm. because we all know about it we, we're all going through it um and so i i'm a, a, allowing for other people to express that in you know their various forms and messages on and so forth my idea is where do we go from here we know we have to go somewhere let's go right um 
and so I, I, it feels like it. We have the potential right now to sort of easily fall into the abyss or do the hard part, which is climb out. Yeah, yeah, and you know, and I'm been, trying. Uh, I'm trying to climb out. And we've been we've been talking a lot about this stuff. We have a, a pretty regular live stream that we started doing uh, when we were all locked down, and we're still doing it now. Uh, individually, and then we get together on Fridays to do it as a group. So it's great. Um, and uh, Arson was talking about it uh, on one of his nights. He was just talking about a lot of this stuff, and that's actually where the um, where the album title came out. Um, you know, just just thinking about how in this time, I think that the thing that's different for us is that there's a there's a little bit of a sense of of urgency, and just I don't know. For me, I feel like I've been um, the thing I've been trying to avoid for a few years now is just kind of, you know, using sarcasm on the internet. Um, it, it, do, it doesn't work as well <laughs> as we'd like it to. And, uh, I've just been trying to cut that out and not, you know, not be part of just kind of lowering the spirit for everybody. Um, I want to go in the other direction and, and, uh, our son was talking about that. And at one point he said, you know, it just feels like, um, just feels like we don't really have time to have enemies anymore. We don't even have time for it. Never mind wanting to beat them. I don't even want to engage with them. I have to just not give you any time. I have to go do productive things. If you're not part of that, just just get out of my way. Yeah. Um, and I heard him say that. As he said, "No time for enemies." And and I was just like, I think I think you just said the title of the, what this album is going to be. That's some really good advice and something that I know I have to do a little better job of too, because especially with social media, you get so uh, upset at people that it just, oh, it uh, it's horrible. It's horrible. Yeah, it really it, does, it's really hard. I, I need somebody to dis- to develop a sarcasm font <laughs> um, because it, I, I think that nine tenths of the arguments on the internet would be, it would, wouldn't exist if there was a sarcasm thought. If people were like, oh, you were kind of kidding. All right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's the one where you capitalize every other letter. You know? yeah. <laughs> well, that was a great idea. <laughs> That's another good advice. I'll be worried to jot that down. Uh, well, uh, gentlemen, I, I, I'm so honored that, that you two had some time to spend with us today and and i i so enjoy your music and i'm so glad i was able to to discover you last year i know i'm, I'm late to the table but uh you know you're doing some exciting things and you know we don't know what the future holds in fact i'm recording this today is the january 18th we're airing it on the 24th let's hope oh. nothing crazy happens between now and sunday when this is broadcast but um looking ahead uh none of us have a crystal ball but what, what what is Gangsta Grass planning? I mean, are you hoping to do some shows this year? Do you think you can do some shows or continuing online? What what do, what do you want to talk about, Arson? I feel like we can't talk about the one thing. We can't talk about the other thing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's a hint right there. <laughs> I will say this. I really need to get back out on the road. Uh, okay. I... Uh, I really do enjoy just sort of going into places and meeting new people and just the whole experience of it. Um, and so, yeah, and I had never, before Gangster Grass, I had never really done this. Um, and so it's so, it's become such a part of my existence 
to not have it last year, especially with all the stuff we were supposed to do last year. Mm. Oh, um, what a good year it was going to be. <laughs> oh man, we were. Oh, man, we were supposed to be all over the place, and so it it's it. it I, I feel like I'm there's a, a a limb that's supposed to be here and just not here. Like I had a like I had a prehensile tail and now it's gone. <laughs> um, and so I, I want my tail back. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I miss just you know yeah. just encountering the 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 vast amounts of people that we've met and made friends with and have become you know really important in our lives. Yeah. Just you know doing shows and traveling all over the place and um and so to get back to that and that that feeling on stage like that. That feeling is such a, it's such a magnificent thing to have that back. That's what I miss the most. Yeah. And the feeling off stage too is, is like you say, almost like just as good sometimes of meeting people. You know, for me, it's become so much more than just the music. It's not just, I would love to play my songs for X million number of people. It's, it really becomes more than that. And in a year like 2020, that just becomes so obvious when you're having, you know, you can't have the shows anymore, but you get these great conversations and you realize, yeah. you know, your life has been very enriched in ways in ways that we need. You know, the virus is not the only thing that's that's hurting us in this country right now. And I think to combat the virus, we need health procedures and we need vaccines. But, you know, to combat maybe like the erosion of, of community, we need to fight back with things like just get out there and meet people and talk to people yep. and you got to do it safely. So 2021 is going to be, you know, it's not 2020, but we're not done. Yeah. Um, I'm not vaccinated. I don't know if anybody, yeah. anybody else is vaccinated. I know, I know a, a bunch of healthcare workers who are, but you know, we will be, uh, we're not yet. And we, and we need, you know, we, we probably need most of the audience to be vaccinated before it really feels like a good show. So. Sure. Well, I, I think you hit on it there. I mean, I, I've always defined uh, folk music as community. Uh, and uh, I think Gangsta Grass certainly, certainly shows that. And, uh, you know, I think you're expanding the audience too. I mean, I, I know you probably oh. haven't played a lot of the traditional venues. I mean, you did do Gray Fox, South by Southwest, but you're bringing this music to new, new ears and new voices, uh, which is what really folk music is all about so however you define it i hate labels sometimes but uh i'm so glad that uh gangsta grass is around doing what you're doing i i i stand by the uh the we last year was it last year no two years ago uh dolio and i i believe and i'm fairly certain of this were the first mcs to perform at the station in uh-huh that's right that's a big deal yeah that means a lot um and so that's the kind of stuff that we're 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 holding on to and are uh, are trying to expand on, you know. Yeah, yeah. Festivals like Clearwater. We were on the bill for Merle Fest for this year, um, so we're looking forward to eventually doing that. Um, yeah, it's. It, I mean, we actually we have been able to get into some of these things, and you know, I think it's it says something about those venues and about those organizations. IBMA, the Bluegrass Music Association, has actually been really good to us. Has been really open to us, and uh, yeah. You know, I'm yeah, thankful yeah, yeah. To, to Paul Schiminger over there for that. But but a lot of people have been really supportive and and giving it a chance. So so we actually have gotten in those doors, and, mm-hmm. and uh, 
it's it's been really wonderful and, and thanks so much for having us on the show and and giving us this opportunity to talk to people oh it's been my my, my honor and i i'm i'm so looking forward to playing more music from gangsta grass and uh, whatever the future may hold you guys are giving us hope uh i want to thank dan joe and our son the voice of reason for being here today and uh hopefully in the not too distant future we'll we'll get to actually meet in person and and hear the wonderful uh music of gangster grass uh before we leave what, what's your website where can people find you check us out gangstergrass.com anywhere you put gangster grass into the internet you will find us on mm-hmm. all your social media and such that's right. Uh, if so you wanted yeah. to see any of those live streams we're talking about, you can actually check out gangstergrass.tv. Uh, we're on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. Um, the Twitch is the best one, though. We've actually got a, uh, I don't know if we can tell you about a thing where we try to fundraise, uh, but we do yeah. have ways to support us. You can check out a program called Barnstormers mm-hmm. uh, on our website, which we've put together. It's our own sort of a sort of regular crowdfunding subscription program. And uh and uh, you know that's we're at gangstergrass.com. If you if you misspell gangstergrass, you'll probably still find us. Pretty much, I think. Ron, one one thing I do want you to check out: if you go to uh, audiomac.com/gangstergrass, um, last Friday was the one year anniversary. We actually we put out a mixtape, uh. and we did covers of some classic hip hop songs. Uh, oh, wow. Where we played the where the guys actually played the played the samples that the songs used, and Dolly and I added our own verses and stuff. Um, huh. And it, it, uh, it it's our way of you know, we do a lot of classic hip uh, classic rap song, um, and so this is our our way of doing the same sort of thing with some classic hip hop stuff. Um, so check that out. It's, uh, uh, it's a mixtape called My Brother, Where You At? Uh, an homage to Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? And definitely check that stuff out, too. Oh, I definitely will. As soon as the show's over, I'm, that's where I'm going. Well, well, guys, again, thanks for being here today. And I, I want to end with one more song, which I know the audience to this program will know. And this is, uh, I saw the, the video of you performing this at the uh, Clearwater Festival last year, which I think was from an earlier concert. Mm-hmm. But you do Woody Guthrie's this land is your land and it's on your new CD. No time for enemies, your land. Would one of you like to introduce that? Uh, our son, I know you're the, you're a former DJ. Maybe, <laughs> maybe you have a few words. Uh, I, you know what? I'm going to give this one to Dan because okay. I, this, this was, this was really, really, really special for Dan. And it made me very happy to do it for him and with with him in particular. Yeah, and then you started off with such a killer verse too. But uh, but yeah, this is a this is sort of a bit of an adaptation, an update of you know what if Woody Guthrie did hip hop today? I guess uh, we had the chance to work with the Woody Guthrie Center down in Tulsa. Um, we were we were partnered up with the amazing artist Brand J, who's featured on this track, um, and we performed in that in that show live at the New York City Town Hall. Um, with a bunch of other artists honoring the 80th anniversary of This Land Is Your Land. Um, and we got to actually play the song. Um, so it was a really wonderful opportunity for us. Uh, like I said, we featured uh, the artist Branjay on this track. And I did want to go back and mention that the uh, Hard Times Come Again No More, we featured the wonderful Kaya Cater on that uh-huh. track as well. Um, and both just really great artists in their own right. Uh, so this is, uh, this is yeah, our, our update, our little adaptation. Um, you know, thinking about the land and uh, 
in the in the live version, we even threw in a little tribute to Nas, uh, <laughs> and we we threw in a little bit of "Whose land is this? The land is yours." Um, so it's it's uh, it's a really you know it's a broad message and it's complex when you're talking about the land and whose it is. But uh, we hope you like the song. Well, thanks again, Danjo, our son, the voice of reason, Gangsta Grass, new album, No Time for Enemies, and here they are with your land. This land is This land is Come on This land This land is your land It's yours It's my land It's mine This land this land is your land, or so it's claimed But when they came here, it already had a name And the people that they brought here also had the same Assume the land is yours, but also take the blame For native blood spilled, tribes that fell ill And became the foundation for this country that was built By the slaves that were killed in the fight for their freedom Don't pretend that your ancestors didn't need them So this land made now belongs to all of us Whatever your race, whatever God you trust Rural towns to a sprawling metropolis Every single person that's part of the populace Sing from the valleys, yell from the towers Soldiers with rifles, hippies holding flowers Rebuild the system, reclaim the power If this land is yours, it's certainly ours Bright sunny morning In the shadow of the steeple By the relief office I saw my people As they stood hungry I stood there wondering If this land was made for you and me there was a big old wall there It tried to stop me On a sign it said Said private property But on the back side It didn't say nothing Cause this land was made for you and me This land is your land This land is my land From California Dumping off for the kickstand Rolling through the country Walking tall with the big man Gotta recognize it's a big land Road tripping, building with my fam It's a big plan Full of towns, everybody hanging on Still pushing past it all Still standing strong Shout it out clear Hear the sound of the call Ground winter, spring, summer For the harvest in the fall If we all really got a say in this land Then we all really gotta set a stake in this land For them greedy corporations Finished taking the land Ran the water from the lake And laid waste to the land Think about a place for your fam Will your grandkids find a better place in this land Don't you find out you ended up wasting the chance To make a path to eradicating hate in this land I and Follow my footsteps To the sparkling sands of A diamond desert All around me The voice was shouting Saying this land was made for you and me This land is yours
is my land From California to the New York Islands From the Redwood Forest to the Gulf Stream waters This land was made for you and me 